0: After over 50 years of service in God's work and delivering a message of hope to the entire world, Herbert W. Armstrong died in 1986. In 1996, Joseph Takats Jr., the son of Mr. Armstrong's successor and the new pastor general of the Worldwide Church of God offered an, uh, an apology on behalf of Mr. Armstrong. So 10 years after Mr. Armstrong died, after Mr. Armstrong had lived a full life of give, Joseph Takats Jr. decided to write an apology for him. He wrote in a personal and the plain truth, we have much to repent of and apologize for. He said the church had been judgmental and self-righteous. And he talked about all the flawed doctrines taught by Mr. Armstrong. He said, these teachings and practices are a source of supreme regret. We are painfully mindful of the heartache and suffering that has resulted from them. We've been wrong. So to all members, former members, coworkers, and others, all who have been casualties of our past sins and mistakes of doctrine, I extend my sincerest heartfelt apologies. Now, what a cheap shot at Mr. Armstrong a decade after he had already died and long after all of his supporters in the worldwide church of God had already left the church They all left because his successors rebelled. Joseph Tikach and Joseph Tikach Jr. changed all the doctrines and destroyed God's work from within. So those who liked what Mr. Armstrong taught weren't even there anymore when Tikach Jr. wrote this ridiculous apology. And like you just heard, Takats Jr. apologized for all the flawed doctrines taught by Mr. Armstrong. That is a huge criticism against Mr. Armstrong's greatest book, Mystery of the Ages, which Takats Jr. said was riddled with error. Now that is just a shocking statement. It was riddled with error. This is a book that decodes and unlocks the Bible. Mr. Armstrong called this book the second most important book on earth after the Bible. Now we have to judge by fruits. Who should we believe here? Joseph Tkach Jr. or Herbert W. Armstrong? Matthew 7 commands us to judge By fruits. In this case, we can read the book for ourselves and solve all the major mysteries of this life and of this universe. Just by reading Mystery of the Ages, we can understand why we exist, what our purpose is. We can understand about God and the spirit world. We can understand our own minds. We can understand the development of civilization around us. Why the Bible is a book about Israel. We can understand the truth about God's church, how it is not a building, but a group of people. And we can also learn about the kingdom of God, which is not set up in our hearts, but is actually going to be a real kingdom on this earth. Just like any other kingdom we've ever seen on earth It's tangible. It's literal. It has power. It has borders. It has subjects. It has law and God's kingdom will be the same. Everyone on earth will see it. Everyone on earth will be governed by that perfect kingdom of God administered by God beings, but mystery of the ages unlocks these seven major mysteries. Since the Bible is a coded book, since we have to study it here a little and there a little to grasp what the Bible is trying to say. It is extremely helpful to have a book like mystery of the ages that puts all the Bible passages of the same subject together, piecing the Bible together like a jigsaw puzzle. Isaiah 28 verse 10 is where it says you have to study here a little and there a little. You have to sometimes hop around from book to book in the Bible To understand a doctrine or a particular truth, reading the Bible from cover to cover or studying one particular book at a time is helpful as well, but oftentimes you have to supplement your understanding with other passages of the Bible to really be able to grasp any given subject. It is a jigsaw puzzle and pieces of the puzzle are strewn throughout the Bible. And that way we have to rely on God to reveal what the Bible is saying. We have to rely on God to unlock the Bible for us. And God always does this through one man. He does this through an apostle or a prophet. And that's how we can learn what the Bible is saying. God gives it to a man, and the man delivers it to us. But here is Mystery of the Ages, this marvelous, masterful synopsis of the entire Bible that illuminates all of life's most important questions and provides an answer for us And yet Joseph Tkach Jr. calls this book riddled with error. And he apologizes for Mr. Armstrong's teachings. And he says that somehow people were harmed by these teachings. As if understanding that God is going to welcome all mankind into his family to live forever is some sort of a painful message. That's the truth that Mr. Armstrong described in Mystery of the Ages. It's our incredible human potential. It's our astonishing purpose for being alive today. Training and preparing for that future if God has called us out of the world now or the rest of the world will be called in the future and they'll have a chance to be a part of God's family and God's kingdom as well. And that future is not just limited to the earth. It expands throughout the universe forever. That is a glorious message. It's a message that is written throughout the Bible but it's all put together for us in mystery of the ages. Mr. Armstrong wrote the Bible needs no interpretation because it interprets itself. We just have to study it with an open mind. We just have to put the pieces together and believe what it says. Instead of trying to read our own beliefs into what the Bible says. So often we can do that. We can deceive ourselves. We can be unwilling to change based on what the Bible tells us. And so we distort scriptures and take them out of context to match what we're already doing and what we already believe. But Mr. Armstrong said the Bible interprets itself. That is such a deep and vital point. And you can examine Mr. Armstrong's teachings that were given to him by God. You can match those teachings one by one alongside the Bible. And if you are being honest, if you have an open mind, you have to admit that what Mr. Armstrong taught was the truth. It does square with the Bible. There is no way to disprove it because it's true, but of course it is possible to lie to ourselves and read our own interpretations into the scriptures. Jeremiah 17 verse five says, cursed be the man that trusts in man. So by no means should we just blindly trust Mr. Armstrong Or anybody else. But God does expect us to search the scriptures. And prove all things. These are commands given to us throughout the Bible. We have to prove what we believe. And we have to judge by fruits. Mystery of the ages. Is not just filled with Bible truth. But it appealed to a mass audience. It appealed to millions of people. Who who were trying to answer the big questions of life. This is page fifteen of "Raising the Ruins" by Mister Stephen Flurry. He talked about the tens of thousands of members who actually liked his teachings. The hundreds of thousands of co-workers and donors who, though not members, liked his message enough to support it with donations. And the millions who followed his ministry on television or who read his literature. A lot of people wanted to read Mystery of the Ages. Mr. Armstrong called that his most important book. And the most important book written in almost 1900 years. It is a book of truth. And plenty of people had an appetite for reading it. No matter what the Takachas say. Now, the thing is. This book. Went flying off the shelves. It It. Went out to over 1.2 million people in basically two years since it was first offered in late 1985 up until early 1988. And every time Mystery of the Ages was offered for free on the World Tomorrow television program, Or in any of the literature, it would bring in tens and hundreds of thousands of requests. People whose interest was piqued in this book. For one thing, how can you have a better title than Mystery of the Ages? A mystery? (laughs) The mystery of all human time? Of all time before time, the mysteries that we just cannot comprehend without a book like this, what an epic title and it goes beyond. And Mr. Armstrong's guarantees, if you've ever wondered why you exist, if you've ever wondered what this life is all about, now you can understand by reading this book So why would they then turn around after Mr. Armstrong died and apologize? Even if they disagreed with his teachings, clearly millions of people loved to read it. They wanted to read all about it. They cared about understanding mystery of the ages. Yet the Takachas. Or Joseph Takach Jr. specifically apologized for Mr. Armstrong 10 years after he was already dead. Unbelievable. Joseph Takach, Takach Jr.'s father, called Mystery of the Ages remarkable. And on page 31 of Raising the Ruins, it is recounted how Takach Sr. said, what an impact Mr. Armstrong had on my life. Because of his yieldedness, God was able to use him in a profound way to proclaim the most important message the world will ever hear. Now, of course, this is right after Mr. Armstrong died, when they were still pretending like they appreciated all that God did through him. Tekach said The admonishment is now for those of us still living who now have a task that is set before them, a course that has already been charted by God's apostle. We need to maintain that course and not deviate from it one iota. Is it Christian to lie? Doesn't lying break the ninth commandment? How could Takach go from praising Mr. Armstrong's legacy, and praising mystery of the ages to tearing apart all that Mister Armstrong did within just a few years after Mister Armstrong died. Mister Mister Takach even admitted that he had major doctrinal disagreements with Mister Armstrong back in the 1970s, but he didn't dare. Talk to Mr. Armstrong about those disagreements. He kept those to himself and tried to deceive Mr. Armstrong into thinking that he was loyal. But then, once Takach became Pastor General of the WCG, he had a real opportunity to act on all these major doctrinal disagreements that he had kept hidden from Mr. Armstrong for a decade. That's pretty deceptive. That's called lying. When he took charge of the church in 1986, he pretended like he was in awe of Mr. Armstrong's legacy and that he agreed with everything Mr. Armstrong taught Even though he had not agreed for at least a decade, he was lying to everybody. He praised mystery of the ages and had it removed from circulation within a a couple years. That's called lying. That's not Christian. The fruits say that the the Tkachas are not Christian. The fruits say that Mr. Armstrong obeyed God and he did God's will and God worked powerfully through him to reach the world. Notice here what God says about Mr. Armstrong. Mr. Armstrong fulfills these verses here. Malachi 2 verses 4 through 6. And you shall know that I have sent this commandment unto you that my covenant might be with Levi says the eternal of hosts. My covenant was with him of life and peace. And I gave them to him for the fear wherewith he feared me and was afraid before my name. The law of truth was in his mouth and iniquity was not found in his lips. He walked with me in peace and equity And did turn many away from iniquity. You notice here, this Levi, this spiritual leader of God's church in this end time, really did fear God. (laughs) The fear of God is the start of us being able to develop godly wisdom. That's Psalm 111, verse 10. Mr. Armstrong's wisdom is on display in Mystery of the Ages. God taught him because he feared God. God gave him life and peace and truth. And Mr. Armstrong's message was life-changing because it was God's message. It was a message straight from the Bible, a message that turned many away from sin. Mr. Armstrong turned many away from sin by teaching God's message. The Tekaches turned many to sin. Joseph Tekach Jr. is described in the Bible as the man of sin. And. Their teachings are described as rotting the church from within. They're described as the synagogue of Satan and the mystery of iniquity, the mystery of sin. They don't have the mystery of the ages. They have the mystery of sin. And they're casting truth to the ground in God's own church. Those are the rotten fruits of Takachism. This is the history of God's church and God's work. And only in the Philadelphia church of God today is anyone upholding what God did through Mr. Armstrong. It's not about the man, but how can God use a man who fears him? Just look at all the millions of people impacted by the work done through Mr. Armstrong. Those are good fruits, not the fruits of sin and lawlessness and destruction and lying that we see in his rebellious successors. We have to judge by the fruits. Mr. Armstrong feared God. He expounded on the mystery of the ages, the most fundamental questions we could ever answer. And he turned many away from sin. That is a legacy to uphold. A legacy to admire. Not to apologize for like Joseph Tkach Jr. did. What an absolute disgrace to apologize for a man who gave his life in the service of the world. He wanted to show the world how to have love and joy and peace and wisdom and faith. Those are marvelous fruits. Mr. Armstrong does have a truly remarkable legacy. And today we aim to raise the ruins of that legacy. Because God worked through him. That's what it's really all about. It's about the God behind the man and showing honor to Mr. Armstrong because ultimately it shows honor to God. Thanks so much for listening today. I'm Grant Turgeon. This has been Behind the Work. You've been listening to Behind the Work. Email your thoughts to comments at kpcg.fm. Listen for a new episode each Monday at 12 p.m. Central Time.